moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. There's a peacefulness in the room. My cat Puccini is sitting on his chair. Got a chair from the 50s. And it's all of uh, natural fabrics. And that's why he loves to sleep on it. And the sun is shining on him. And I'm basking in the sun as well as I'm doing this recording. And outside I can hear the children play. And the leaves are moving a little bit because summer is now almost over. A few more days, two more days to be exact, and fall begins, at least after our calendar. And this word peace arises also on, on Tuesday. Today's Sunday, so in two days is the 21st. Of September 2021 better give the date <laughs> this is a podcast right their life forever and on that day is also the day we celebrate peace and peace is very much a part of me and I'll tell you more but first I welcome you to the moving to oneness podcast I'm Mylene Elke your host Welcome to wherever you are. And some of you, in two days, spring is coming and not the fall. Everything is blooming. But here, everything is turning into its, in a way, the trees into their original color. It is similar to spring, if you're on the other side of our beautiful blue planet right where the vibrancy of growth the flowers of spring are emerging here the trees show their color because the green disappears if they are not evergreen right and they go into yellows oranges purples reds and the whole array in between so they're showing themselves fully. They're showing their true color and also how flexible they are. I think that is beautiful to see how flexible they are to try on all these different kinds of colors. I'm not going to go now into the chlorophyll, right? The whole science, how trees and leaves change their color or plants and grasses the list goes on but what is so amazing it is yeah this in a way desire and I think that is sleeping within all of us this desire to fully be who we are so for you to fully be who you are for me to be fully who I am 
And we lost that a little bit when we grew up, right? But now we're finding our way back. The energies of this cosmos are helping us to get there. They're helping you to get there. They're helping me to get there. So how does it feel? You know, do you want to maybe try on different colors of clothing? Have you, especially probably when you're a teenager, young 20s, right? Exploring how you look like with all those different colors of hair. And maybe in my younger years, what was the 80s? <laughs> you were more on the punker side or more of a revolutionary if you've done it. But now the array already of colors for your hair, for example, you can have so many from one, like a normal hair color that exists anyway, to more artificial colors like blue, pink, purple, green, yellow, oh, the list goes on. And even now they have rainbow colors in their hair. Or maybe you like to do it with makeup and then independent of your, if you're female or a male, right? Just to explore and ch children do that in the same way, right? They want to try on makeup and a play with color in the face. This is an old traditional knowledge that we painted our faces for rituals, for tribal uh, ceremonies to communicate better, to get support from uh, the color or whoever is connected to those colors independent of beings on this plane or uh, star nations and we go on. So we have that innate within us as well. So I invite you a little bit this fall and if I'm thinking about it, <laughs> Halloween is coming, right? There's also again where we use color to play, where we, we use color to try on new facets, new costumes, to try on a different way of moving. Yeah? How do I move in a skirt? How do I move in pants? How do I move in a tight skirt, a very fluent white skirt? The same with pants when they're really tight. Or if they you know those bell pants, right? You have to move a different automatically because you got more freedom or less freedom or you have to walk very deliberate because the fabrics otherwise gets caught. Think about it if you have to walk down a staircase, right? In a long, long dress. But then also for men, how does it feel if you uh, wear a skirt? Many cultures, men do wear skirts and I think it's time to stop to frown on it. <laughs> For others to become less judgmental of ourselves, to let others be more who they are in wearing whatever they like and without rolling our eyes. That's what I would wish. And it doesn't matter what gender you are. Wear what you want. It goes all the way to us being naked again. If we want to walk naked, let the person walk naked. Let us uncover what is hidden, why judgment arises. This is a good question. Ooh, la, 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 la. This is a good question. What arises within you when 
other people do what they want and maybe you don't. Or what thought patterns come within when you see someone wear things that are not the usual or with an okay of the cultural setting or the social setting. Yeah, could be even within one country where there's a certain kind of how uh, you dress, but maybe there's the difference of uh, social or economical level. And look there, or even in your clique, right? In your grouping or in your family, how is that discussed? What were you told? So it's a really interesting topic. <laughs> I wanted to talk more about peace. But if you think about it, clothing is also the first way of being calm when you do not have to worry what to wear and what others think about you or that they judge you right at the end it goes you're peaceful if you don't judge and you're not being judged so the judgmentalism is the dream of mine to dissolve because the principle of judgment doesn't exist it's a very human-made Whatever, I don't know what the right word is coming. Animals don't tell. It's like they don't judge each other. If the one cat, if I look at Puccini right now, sleeping there so beautifully in this sun, you know, if he grooms his hair a little bit more or less, or he's a little bit more wet, or his color tone is not white or brown or beige or black or red, right? Why do we have that? Where does this come from? Is it coming from where we want to control others? Or it was being used, the forbiddenness or this judgmentalism or the judging. You know, often fabrics are also a monetary thing from really, really expensive natural. Nowadays, if we go to these horrible artificial fabrics and you can see a cat chooses always a natural fabric. Why don't we do that? We, we moved away from it. It's a time now to move back, but with a more scientific way of creating beautiful natural fabrics. To clothing on, to sit on, etc., etc. Right? So, also, if we make people wear certain things or we judge them on not wearing them, because you can make people wear something by judging what they if they wear anything different, even if it's not the best for them, right? That has been done. Uniforms. I'm going to use that word. We have even uniforms for poor men. They still have to go with tie, um, a shirt and a jacket. I mean, why? <laughs> Who is putting that on these men? And they do it themselves. But it comes from up high, right? The pecking order. The finer your, your, your suit is. Who says men look more sharp in suit and tie and shirt? And these poor guys have to wear it all day long in an office. It's tied, the, that tie around their neck, even if it's a bow tie or another tie, it cuts them off. If you think about channeling, right? It cuts them off. We women, we like, we, we wear as least as possible around our neck and even there oh interesting topic the jewelry even if you put a necklace you put a lot of value the more stones for example 
uh, put on it to make it more look more expensive but it is in a way like a I'm not gonna say chain but I am <laughs> that's my lineage right because again you put too much around the neck if it's not medicine if it's more of a status symbol or that you wear something that someone shows you belong to him or her yeah if you maybe have a necklace because each piece is made out of medicine and you wear it really for a certain reason of a ceremony again or to do a certain thing then it doesn't disconnect you it doesn't cut off your upper and lower body so these are things to think about it we can take it now in today's or all of you or many sorry many of you you're interested in doing videos and in, in showing yourself and becoming visual that is so beautiful right so even notice there if you watch a person on video in an interview for example I have many interviews and notice what happens around the neckline so if someone is wearing a necklace your eyes stay always on the necklace or always pull back and back to the necklace so a nice way is don't wear a necklace if you are being interviewed or you're holding interviews or you're, you're sharing your message on video and when you take that away you put your observer or even observe yourself when you watch it your eyes will go to the face of the person or your audience's eyes go on your face there's a stronger connection than right away you will be heard different and you hear the person different so see again this is yeah and also try not wearing one and see how it feels And where does it come from right to wear a necklace to show your status symbol and is it really so important is it not more important to show your character that you respect everyone it doesn't matter who they are where they come from what they have experienced is it not important to respect yourself who you are what you have experienced who you've lived with, you have interacted with, who you will interact, your dreams, what you have dreamt, what you are now dreaming, what you will be dreaming, what another person is dreaming, so what stories she or he tells you, what the children envision, what the elderly share, right? If we are more open in listening, in soaking in what they're sharing, in what you're sharing and you can feel that you're embraced and really listened to and not hushed, not pushed aside, not get a, a glance of a disrespect of absurdity. Right? What does it do to you? You open up even further and then again, like those leaves on that tree over there. An older tree, they don't plant them so often anymore. It's a it's a fruit tree. I'll go alchemia i don't know at once it carries small berries round ones and you don't even find marmalade made out of it very often but the berries do taste really good and the birds love it oh god i can't remember it's landscape architect i knew all the latin and english names and if you don't do use it on a regular basis 
you forget it. Or I at least forget it. But that's okay. Because new things, new vocabulary, new uh, topics are coming into my life. And that again, that also changes life. So even there, don't worry. It is how it is. Let your pass pass. Stand to it that you lived it. Live now fully and bring everything to the future. Your experiences, your life, your connections. Wow, and this just this is peaceful, right? Because it comes from me, if it comes from you, if it comes from all of us, this seeing each other how we are. How we want to be in any moment, sad, quiet, loud, crying, laughing, maybe even once in a while screaming, venting, and being there for whoever is doing that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> a break of family <laughs> that's when you record at home and not in a studio right I hope um, my train of thought goes right back to where I left off but it is again about you and me being who we are right that you unfold all of you I unfold all of me, I let others unfold or even support them as you do. And what kind of beautiful way is that? That creates harmony, that creates a balance, that is the beautiful of being in peace. That's the beauty of it, right? It feels soft, generous, vast, expanded, right? If I'm here and I can let you expand, then the energy in a room changes, right? It becomes peaceful. It's like when I started, the sun was shining onto Puccini. In the meantime, he did go outside. <laughs> yeah. And this warmth, and you can feel it how you expand. And that energy to send that out into the world. I did a peace concert in March with a friend of mine. She organized it. I supported her a lot. In Berlin, we walked through the city and then held an ancient ritual in front of the Brandenburger Tor with many musicians from around the world singing their messages, their songs with love, with passion, with an embrace of love and peace, right? The winds played with us, the sun played with us, and you could feel the pulsating of the ground, of the energy in Berlin, right? A friend of mine said the code of Berlin is also peace. If you think about the code, my name carries also the energy of peace. And how often have I sung tones for peace? Maybe that will come on later. 
yeah, this peaceful state expands then out into the world that you carry, that I carry, that we all carry, and it will dissolve the resistance, the control over others, yeah? It will solve judgmentalism, judgments about yourself, about myself, about ourselves. And we let things be, yeah? Do you let things just be, let other people be so they can unfold their true color and even explore, right? It doesn't go from A to B if they haven't done it. If I haven't done it in certain things, or maybe you have, it doesn't go from right now into right then, or from right then into right now. It is this transition, as I see at that leaf over there. You can see green on the same leaf, yellowish, and orange tone, so brownish. And others there is more, it goes directly from green, poof, very fast into brown and right, the dark brown. So even there, depending on the plant and here, the one rose, it's more like a patch. It's not a beautiful gradient, right? It's more like patches. And who says one is better or more beautiful than the other? I think the differences make it vibrant, uh, interesting to observe or to compare. But compare again without judgment, just noticing, becoming aware how it is different from one to the other. So observe how you do it and how you do it in some topics in your life or situations in your life where it's easy to transition into what you desire and others it's a little rougher and to let it be or to let others in your family, co-workers, in your community be in the world doesn't matter of topics of religion, of politics, of education, of raising children, of dealing with the elderly. Whatever you start, sit down and let it radiate in a beautiful harmonic waves, in a soft waves, in a pulsating wave. And <laughs> funny, it was called Pulse of Peace, a concert in March that time and we we're the clans of peace and was taken over by others so that's beautiful they carry on this pulsating right that comes from a pure intent from the pure thought with your pure word with your pure action with your pure sound or the sound of one right that radiates, pulsates out into the world. So this is what I would love to see. And I, I bring my little bit this week to celebrate, not just this week, but I've been doing it a lot, but there's this concentration now on Tuesday on peace. That this density of controlling others slowly dissolves because we become less dense and we become less controlling of ourselves. You become less controlling of yourself. I become less controlling of myself. And this will radiate out into the world. This is peace, I believe.
with a lot of love, with a lot of smiles, with a lot of happiness, with a lot of embraces. vibration going through my body. Beautiful sound. Thank you. Let it radiate through you. Vibrate for a while. Feel this state of peacefulness within you. Tap back into it whenever you need it, because now you've experienced it, you will remember it. Let's celebrate bringing in peace into this world and becoming more peaceful, in living a more peaceful state, so that you can live more peaceful. I can live more peaceful. We all can live and do live a more peaceful 
thank you everyone for listening sending my love <laughs> peaceful energy out to you wherever you are I'm Maylene your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast bye bye Thank you.